0: We should actually just start uh, if we're going to do like the the pre episodes um, for the podcast this, you know, later in the week, which is we drop our normal podcast on Thursday. Why not just start off with the pre chatting uh, anyways?
1: And, you know, it seems
0: like a more natural flow. Yeah,
1: yeah, because we end up doing that usually for about 10 minutes and then that material is lost, right? Yeah, all of it. So yeah, just and I can off. even
0: combine both of these. We might even talk afterwards. I might just try to slide them both into the same unedited. Yeah. We'll see. But yeah, I mean, we we talk about that's the other thing is we talk about a lot of interesting stuff before the podcast too. <laughs> um. So, but uh, yeah, no, I just got home from work and uh, like I know you texted me, you're like, hey, I'm ready. I'm like, I'm s- literally still just getting in the door, so I came up here set up, and uh, and yeah, we're gonna do our the the podcast. Uh, later this week, ladies and gentlemen, uh, will be the masked men of the USPHL's mountain division.
1: Oh, I love uh, these podcasts. Love these podcasts.
0: People seem to love it too. The episode that we just did on the Northwest is already in the top 10 of our, I mean, we've what, this is 236 podcasts so far. It's already top
1: 10 in a week. Um, Let's be honest. Who doesn't love a good save, though? Like, come on.
0: <laughs> come on. Better I then a goal. I'm sorry. Okay. I will say that. <laughs> but then, honestly, did
1: Yuri Stalev
0: of Long Beach? Fuck, he probably just got the goal of the year. Like, <laughs> like
1: no one's talking about it. But, uh, uh, well, no, well you'll have stay. to hook me up with that highlight. I'll happily take a look at that. Just say, hey, yeah, guys, so, I'm, I'm, while we chat, I'll about, just
0: send it over to you.
1: Yeah. We're fair about that. Like, I love a good goal right now, too. This thing's, um, this thing's disgusting. It's disgusting. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, well, you were getting yourself ready. I, uh, oh, man, I made the decision to try to redo my garage yesterday afternoon. Uh, (laughs) So. (laughs) How'd that go? Yeah, it's still an ongoing process. But the I I did drop a few pictures of the Halloween setup. Yeah, I saw
0: that. That was sick.
1: so my christmas setup was done right away uh my it's kind of funny my hoa was trying to push back on it but the board members were like uh-uh it, it could stay uh you know I guess it's kind of funny because they're the hoa members are like ah, oh, it's good spirit plus like everything is christmas already all over the stores all over the airways everything's christmas so why not and just for everybody to know <clears throat> we're talking probably easily 18 to 20 hours it took me to decorate that so yeah. So if they try to tell me to take it down, I was just going to be like, hard ah, no, I'll just do something different <laughs> the next time around. But glad I didn't have to do that. But but part of it is, um, you know, just not having it organized stuff in one easy to find place. It was sort of scattered last year when we were throwing it all in together. This time it was sort of me reorganizing it myself uh because yeah my wife hates my decorations <laughs> so <laughs> so so anyway everybody else appreciates the griswold in me um but she has to live with me so there's a difference but uh yeah it, it, it was doesn't make a difference <laughs> it does but uh yeah a lot of effort i get a lot of people complimenting me on it, especially the the stormtroopers heads on spikes with santa hats it's a big hit um <laughs> so so anyway yeah i was up until 3 a.m getting that sorted i got a couple more hours to do today but i was pretty happy with the progress so that was cool had some neighbors over for a awesome bonfire there's nothing i like better than having a few bevies sitting around the bonfire shooting the breeze with everybody so that that was that was cool but paying for it a little bit like i said i was up till about 3 30 um a.m mm. putting stuff in there got this cool though uh stray cat that i that i keep feeding in our backyard uh, sure is now yeah yeah well doesn't want anything to do with me but he's getting more comfortable around me um and sorry to dip in the nhl right now but man my montreal canadians are fun to watch holy freaking cow and what i love about this and this is this actually applies to the hockey age groups we're talking about <clears throat> martin saint-louis you know, is kind of flipping that dynamic of coaching on over to allowing rookies to actually make mistakes and not having to sit on the bench for it. Like, did you ever think in your lifetime, Chris, you'd see um, a blue line that is mostly rookie defensemen playing? Uh, I mean, Caden Gooley right now is uh, leading the team in minutes on ice. Like, that's unheard of. First season with the team, and he's leading all defensemen on ice. Like, it's it's crazy. And they're playing well, though. But just brilliance in coaching to sit there and say to the guys, instead of like benching them and figure it out on your own, because we saw there was a lot of injuries last year for the Habs, everybody, lots of injuries. So that played a huge part of it. But how a coach can come in for somebody like Cole Caulfield and Nick Suzuki and make immediate impacts on their games is unreal and just listening to that man talk about it you can tell he loves the game he loves what he's doing such a high hockey iq and he's great with the media he's great with the because what i love too is you know montreal always wants a french coach (coughs) pardon me and they got one and they got somebody that won't put up with their bs either like if they ask him a question that's derogatory to the players you just see the fire in his eyes like you don't go against my team like that so yeah. yeah, I watched uh watched a bit of the game against Pittsburgh last night. Had to shut it down, but then quickly realized my colleague cow, it's it's getting towards the end of the game. I turn it on and it's four four. I'm like, whoa, oh, jeez. You know, I, when I turned it off it was two one and I had to, so I wasn't gonna get any of my garage done. <laughs> so uh but anyway it was it was fun, man. They're fun to watch. Your Buffalo Sabres are fun to watch. Oh my god. They're they're a blast. They're so much fun to watch this year. For the first time in years, they're fun to watch. But look at last years. season, right? Coaching change makes the difference. He's allowing these guys to be creative and play. It's... Give me one sec. Do you hear that? Do you hear this? I got
0: people walking by drumming. Yeah, I can actually hear that. Yo, uh, can you? Okay, well, the listeners are hearing your uh, your children. And I don't know. There's always something happening on the street. If you need to deal with the kids, I'll just talk to the listeners. No, 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 it's okay. I'm just okay. Gonna
1: just zip on over here and close the door. It's just my fiery redhead throwing another temper tantrum. Good luck yeah, to her future husband or wife. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man, it's this I, I love the. I never quite got the mentality of coding. You know, to punish a player after a mistake, right? Like the one thing I do get is like a really stupid penalty at a critical time. Like that, I get, right? I get shortening the bench because you know the game's tight and you want yeah. certain players out there to trust. But like, so going back, sorry, like it's the you're gonna get a little bit of Habs bias here, of course, but then having yeah. enough confidence. I wouldn't expect Jack that. On you. You. <laughs> not at all. It's so loud here, FYI. I don't know if it, it's going to be
0: interesting to see what the, the things pick up. But it could be a protest. It could be something for Christmas. It could be the king
1: marching by. Who the hell knows? All I know is that it, it's always something down this street. Uh, it sounds like but fun. Yeah, it good. reminds me of my Montreal street, man. There was always something going on in my neighborhood. Dude, 3.30 in the morning. The
0: if you, if you ever watch anybody watches like any of these Danish TikToks. I know you're not in Denmark, so you probably don't. But if you go to these Danish TikToks and it's like... How the girls flirt with the guys here or like the drunk guys, like the the, uh, noise that they have on TikTok. It's perfect representation of what we hear every night on this street. Um, And we're we're in a spot also where people like to stop and play music all the time. So those I saw somebody post this like, oh, my God, this city's a fairy tale of a thing in Germany as she opens her window she's like i can't believe this place europe is like this and i'm like oh yeah just come to my spot in copenhagen you're gonna see that every day we know we live in a little fairy tale spot but sometimes you get this too so you get the you get the good and the bad and there's really no in between (laughs) you
1: know yeah well again good you know good it's you know what the thing is this is why we miss montreal this is where i met my wife and we lived in the plateau, Um, you know, really artsy neighborhood. It was just so much fun. Like, I have so many great memories of my winters and summers and springs in, in Montreal. Falls were blah. <laughs> falls yep. are the worst season there because everybody's depressed at summer's ending and we're in that in-between. But it was so much fun. Um, you hate you know, the fall. In that city. Well, oh, yeah. The fall's brutal. The fall's brutal. What the? F- Dude, that's the best season of all. Dude, in Montreal, when you're getting the that cold wind off the St. Lawrence, you're getting the the That's rain different. sleet, yuck. Because you walk, you know, because Montreal, you're walking everywhere, right? So yeah, you know, so here,
0: like, where, yes. there's no car. Well, uh, if you wa- if you want to spend a ton of money, you have a car here. But yeah, I've ridden my bike literally 45 minutes one way to go play Aussie rules in the rain. Got there completely soaked and rode home completely soaked. It's you get your rain gear but that's that's not gonna stop you from a torrential downpour i don't i guess i'm just built i'm that i'm the weirdo that's built for a city like seattle a city like copenhagen a city like vancouver um but yeah go ahead sorry
1: oh no that's okay man i'm oh. like hey all, all the power to you wish i had that in me but <clears throat> but just missing those like that the liveliness of the city um you know and watch watching them sun worship watching everything you know i love the springtime and summer when the terraces just open on up and you could you know at your favorite restaurant or pub you're just drinking a beer out in the sidewalk with people walking by you know just the little things like that all the festivals and then of course more halves bias here if the team made the playoffs oh man such an the city just beating with that right just the pulse yeah. going off so yeah i miss montreal a lot um interesting uh I, I got to bring this up. I went to my first ASU game <clears throat> at Mullen Arena, watched Baby Doan and the and the Sun Devils beat up on Anchorage. It w- it was fun. Uh, really great. I eyes. love those jerseys too. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and you know what they they they're playing good quality hockey, and you can see because <clears throat> right now in the NHL, right, like you got the mockery of the Arizona Coyotes. People want to crap on it, but right now. It's- They figured out that it's the best ice in the NHL because they did something with the pipes to get it closer together. And it's really fast. And and Chris, it was fast. It was a fast paced game. And it's such an advantage to the home team because if you're if you're not used to that pace of the ice, like the Sun Devils were whipping around that ice. It was fast paced, hard hitting hockey. It was a lot of fun so yeah if you get a chance if you're in arizona go check out the sun devil hockey it's it's good they've got a good team I said uh, josh stone's the captain uh he, he just he just looks he's got his dad's jets flow going on it's awesome um you know they've got you know i'm I, sorry for the other guys on the team i'll give you guys shout outs another time when i learn your names a little bit better because that was my first time going but uh you know, they have a big hard-hitting defenseman. I think he's from Saskatchewan. I'll have to look that on up. Uh, you know, goaltending was phenomenal. Uh, he, this guy made such an awesome save, Chris. And I'll see if I can look that yeah. up if they got highlights. But then unfortunately, and Chris, you're gonna you're you're gonna do the same thing I did. Defenseman, stop pushing people towards <laughs> your goalie. Grab his jersey, <laughs> yank him backwards. Take that penalty. But the guy uh... comes across, beautiful push, awesome save. And then what happens? He's already there for the rebound. His player gives the guy just a little shove, bumps into the goalie. He's not ready for the rebound, pucks in the net. You know, they challenged him for goalie interference, but as soon as uh, I saw yeah. a little bit of the contact, I'm like, come on. Okay, defenseman, one more time. Okay, just one more time. Stop yeah. pushing. It. It's, <laughs> it's not only that, but. It, they do
0: that con I saw that and I can't remember specifically what game in the USP West uh, where I literally saw them launch it. Oh, what was it? I I want to say it was a game with the outliers. I just don't know which side um, where they just launched a the player on the goal. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Like, what? where is your head at? And, uh, and then the guys too. I think I sent you a video uh, a couple days ago of I forgot who made the great save. But it was almost not a great save because the defender's coming in and the defender's like, oh, I should just put my stick in front of the, you know, the attacker shot. And thankfully it missed. But I'm just like, it was a great save. But I sent you. I'm like, I wouldn't want to be a defenseman, though, because the first thing I'm saying is a goalie's, what are you thinking? You know, and, so, and then it was an interfere. Honestly, I don't referees make mistakes. They don't have the luxury of 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 you know replay especially in the usphl and i but i saw it first round i had to replay it a few times because i'm like am i crazy because that seemed like goal interference um the mustangs and the spud kings the mustangs had a they had a field day with the spud kings i think it was friday night it was like a 14 to 2 game but um things spiraled um you know fortunately so spud kings uh, had a had a good go of it and i think they just lost three to one to utah but uh, they had a pretty rough night against uh, the uh, the Mustangs on Friday night in Ogden, and, and but the fifth goal, uh, the one that they ended up pulling uh, DeFior for, the second I saw it, I'm like, that's goal interference. They're gonna wave it off, and they didn't. Instead, I, I you know, uh, Coach Hoff pulled pulled De Fior, um after that goal, uh, and they put in uh, Jude Ailing. But I was looking at that goal, I'm like, okay, unless no one else was watching. I reasoned, I mean, I knew instantly Defiore was going to look at the ref like, no goal, right? And, <laughs> of course, you don't see what's happening there, but, you know, they end up pulling DeFiora anyway. And I'm just like, dude, that was, that was so... It, and it, this is one of those things I'm like, okay, did did one of the Spud King's defensemen push uh, a Mustang's forward into him? No, it was just, he... And I looked, I'm like, does it affect what the goal would have been? 100%. 100%. The interference with the goalie prevents Fior from properly being able to adjust and make the save, and it should not have been a goal. Again, I saw that with the luxury of replay, which the refs don't have, but the naked eye just seeing that, just seeing the contact right there is a ref I would have stopped it. Um, but again, the refs got a lot on their plate, so it's no knock on the refs. This isn't a shot at the refs, but it's just a we see you, buddy. We see you, D'Fior. That was a <laughs> we knew you got run into. Um, <laughs> I, I could send you that clip too. I, yes, I actually may- save it as a highlight. I always <laughs> save them. Anything I think about in a game, I save as a highlight just so I can always go back to it. But I did send you also Stalev's goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, he scored one on the 11th. Uh, it's gonna be hard to beat this goal this year. Um, I, if you see it in your Twitter when you get a chance, let me know when you're gonna watch it. Uh, before we jump into this episode, ladies and gentlemen, with uh the mass men of the Mountain Division. Yeah, oh, I'm which go. I've lined up all the videos for you. But this one's all the way at the bottom, so just skip all the way to the bottom.
1: Yeah, that um, the one's at ten forty one here. Let me go take a look at this. Yeah. So it's three nothing here right now. Fifteen thirty-eight yeah. to go. <laughs> Those are some dirty dangles. Holy cow. Let's go back to this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta just, watch it right from the get go here. So he's rushing dispense. down the ice. Yeah. Cuts right through four different players, dangles back through the middle and scores the goal. Holy cow! Yeah, <laughs> oh, and, the, and trust me, holy cow is not one I when wanted. wanted I, I, there was other words I wanted to come into my mouth on that. He, he just embarrassed a whole, t- you know, well not I can't say the team right, but everybody on the yeah. ice with that goal. That is impressive. <laughs>
0: yeah, and I'm very happy he's now part of the uh, Osenkraken um, fantasy team. So. Uh, One of my defenders missed three straight games and I've been eyeing Stalev now for weeks Um, and uh, no one else picked him up. So I was like, I'll take him. Uh, So he's not part of what I think
1: I'm going to actually do now, Chris, is uh, just to pivot here for a quick second is I think I'm going to um, just uh, talk to you, you know, like on a day like today and figure out which game they want might want me to you know watch or pay okay, attention yeah. to in the coming weeks so I can highlight one so everybody like, <clears throat> I'm like Chris I would watch hockey 24 seven if I could right and Chris makes <laughs> a lot of sacrifices in his personal time to put in to, to watch these games um and it's you know there's a and there's I can still sac- miss I
0: can still miss stuff yeah
1: yeah but I I want to go and check out some you know you know it's some good head to head matchups some players that you know uh, are highlighted on some of our rosters because I want to watch more of the guys play. I really enjoy when I Now, would, do you want to watch following... some
0: live action or do you want to watch some like a recent game where I'm like, OK, you got to watch this one.
1: Well, it's either it's going to be a mix, right? Because if you're like, hey, this is a hell of a game. Check it on out. Yeah. Send that my way and I will and I'll watch it. But then, you know, on a Friday or Saturday when sometimes I get a little bit more time. You know, I'll go go uh, go ahead and check that out because you know to be honest, you know, I love watching NHL hockey. You no know, ands, ips and butts about it, but I love watching hockey. Right? The ASU game woke me yeah. back up a bit, a bit to that again, going, man, I'm missing I'm missing out on some of these rising stars coming on up and some good talent and some good game, some good play. So yeah, I yeah, we'll I definitely want to do that. We'll talk more about that, you know, when we're finished off the podcast today.
0: Um, Yeah, I'll say that right now, right out the gate, like I think about that when you mention it, I would say that if I was looking at one today, this Bellingham Rogue Valley series has been a blast. The first game was so much fun to watch and the crowd was really, really into it Friday night. They packed the house again in Medford, Oregon. And I tell you, I haven't gotten to watch the Saturday game, but uh, the the Sunday game is going to be 1.30 Pacific Standard Time. Um, So if... uh, if you want to watch a game today, I would target the Bellingham Rogue Valley game. Uh, those have been uh, a lot of fun, and uh, and Kai was Kai played awesome in that on Friday. Yes, they they lost five nothing, and congratulations to Bryson Snow. Not only um got the shutout, but also I think it's the team's first ever shutout. So it's Rogue Valley's first ever shutout, and it's his. So that's a that's a big congratulations there to Bryson Snow. But uh, I mean, tell you what, man, Kyrie was <laughs> he, oh he was standing on his head. Uh, he was making some great saves, and really, uh, without him in that, that could have been a much
1: much uglier score. So, and here's uh, one more game. thing, Chris. Going back to this, yeah. right? Because an oh, goalie. and I'll say
0: also, I picked up Kai uh, because uh, <laughs> one of my goalies missed three straight games. So welcome uh, to the Orson Kraken, Kai.
1: Yeah, we yeah, had, we had to go, Kai. Keep making those saves and getting him some points, man. That's really um, <laughs> <neat>. <laughs> But yeah, the thing is, you know, another big pet peeve. Uh, I think my biggest one is defensemen shoving their the players into the goalie. Yeah, um, and then actually, you know what? My my slightly bigger pet peeve on top of that is just an add on to it. Is the defenseman sits gloating like he did something for me afterwards, like, "Oh, look, I stood up for you." I'm like, yeah, you just like helped like damage my groin, you idiot. Right, like shoving that guy into <laughs> you me. You mean like after that. they like, launch the guy onto you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah. I'm piled on in. I'm the splits, and I've got this guy coming into me, and in my defenseman, oh look at that! I punished him for you. No, you kind of just destroyed my body, you jackass. But anyway, so the next one is blaming the goaltender for every goal that goes in. <laughs> to me, it's a mind. It's it's just mind boggling, right? Like it's. Yeah, like we all you're, have you're, those you guys watch, on our team. Yeah, and you're you're watching it because I I remember sometimes right a two you know you make two or three saves you know you're stretched out there's nothing else you could do nobody's picking up a man or clearing a puck because people are scrambling puck gets potted in the net you know it ends up being something like a five nothing or you know six one whatever game and you've got somebody crapping all over you like how could you let six in you know but meanwhile you may have stopped yeah. fifty shots right or you made a bunch of outstanding saves and like you said you look at the quality of goals. You know, uh, just back to the halves for a second, I just remember Jake Allen, you know, it's just the unfortunate thing, Chris, you, you've been there before where you're getting yourself set, ready, expecting a certain type of shot and a guy duffs on it, right? And yeah. you're getting ready to react because you can see where the stick's going. You can see where he's going to be going with that shot. But then he just muffles the shot. And next thing you know, it's going five hole or somewhere weird on you, right? But you're already yeah. in the process of moving and you're trying to reset and you can't. And then next thing you know, it's behind you, right? So that happened to Jake Allen a couple of weeks ago and, and he played a great game the rest of the game we lost it but you know I remember somebody focusing in on that I'm like oh, man like did you not see the rest of the hockey game like it's going to happen the problem is with goaltending normally when you make a mistake pucks in the back of the net you know it's it's going to happen so if you if yeah. you're expecting perfection from your goaltender time and time again and you're holding him accountable for every goal uh, check out a different sport <laughs> maybe Dude. or talk to people like us that'll give you a qu- quick education on that uh and then again i got the bias sometimes sometimes i give them goalies a little bit too much slack i will say that yeah too, but i hey. agree
0: But <laughs> that's I, what we do
1: yeah we're goalie union for a reason <laughs> exactly exactly
0: it so if anyway uh, med, it doesn't uh, matter we, 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 I'm, I'm always standing by the goalie almost yeah. always yeah. But yeah. And so, like, we all have that guy on the team too the guy that's like, stop the and puck. And it's like, play effing defense instead of waiting in the neutral zone for a stretch <laughs> pass, you dumbass. Like yeah. this, this coming yeah. from a guy that's basically letting a power play happen because he's waiting for the stretch pass. It's like, yeah, it's like, dude, there's five of you on the ice. Why are you playing out there? Yeah. Like, it's, uh, Never mind. That could start me off here on a whole.
1: Here we go. Chris, Chris just went from a happy, "Hey, I'm home. I'm <laughs> done work. I'm, this is gonna be great." To now, I've got him triggered and ready to rampage. This will rampage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing that Archer rampage right now. Oh man.
0: Well, you I'm know what, we sure. got to do though is. It got t- better again.
1: We got to do the anniversary seven, of some now. actually, you know, throughout anywhere, like any league at some point, the anniversary of a really great save, like a legendary save or legendary goalie fight, because the Ron Hextall Felix Potvin thing came up in my feed again a couple weeks ago because that fight had happened <laughs> at that time. Snow Shields,
0: baby. I watch Snow Shields once a week. <laughs> and here love- comes Shields. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Yeah. Uh,
1: the only one I ever felt bad for goalie fight wise yeah. was uh, Ottawa Senators goalie uh, Ray Emery.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> poor Marty Barone. Oh dear lord, like it he was knew just... he didn't have a chance. Like Barone's like, well, I guess I'm doing this, you know. And 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 Ray <laughs> well, Emery's he like, this is what did I... he do it
1: to Did he do it to Holpy too? Like that was Hopi he
0: went yeah, after. Well, there's him. no that, that's the difference. So that's where I lost respect for Emery was mm-hmm. when because Holpy wasn't like okay barone left the net barone's like okay we're doing this yeah hope got attacked yeah then he's punching him from behind he's not even letting him reset like if you're actually a boxer like he like he says he was let your let your guy there reset you don't hit someone from behind you don't attack him from behind and and that's what he's doing he's punching him from behind it's like yeah when he's off balance and just keep hitting him in front of the side of the head it didn't make you look like a tough guy it made him look like a jackass and i lost so much respect for emmy right there again may he rest in peace but i hate that fight because it's not a fight it was a blatant attack and you know in terms of like my style goalie i fucking loved him (laughs)
1: like just he was the toughest guy on the team man (laughs) Well, you know you know know, going back to that um um my hometown greyhound so back I grew up in Sault Ste. Marie Ontario uh Marty Turkle was a year older I think Kluche was my same age I was considered a pretty good goaltender for the time you know at, at the time you know I think it was 10 or 11 years old and then maybe 12 but then all of a sudden Dan Kluche moves to the Sioux <laughs> I know which fight you're talking about oh well, I know which fight well, you're talking about it but I'm
0: just Cloutier talking about and ta- uh <laughs>
1: yeah it's Kluche challenging the whole bench after he was done like yeah. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, who is the Islanders goalie was it? Oh, I have to go back it, and look. I I haven't seen it in a while. I just remember the oh, the man, announcer. Was, he's yeah. challenging the whole bench right now. I'm like, yeah. yeah. It was <laughs> Yeah, that was a that was that was
0: a wild one. I, oh, my god, I can see the goalie's face and I can he's Islanders um potman stuck in my head but it's not potman
1: no it uh, wasn't
0: because I, well, we'll, we'll have to look it up we'll, Salo, look was it sami said it was a Salo?
1: like it could have been like i said i, I don't remember Salo, like i'm gonna Salo have like grizzlies. you know what i'm i'm not, we're, we're gonna google it's, this i think one it's quick. Salo,
0: bro. i think Dan it was Salo. Fight. <laughs> yeah because i got salo's grizzlies jersey and when i actually when i was uh with the capitals yeah, and rangers I versus the Islanders. Jersey.
1: here we go yeah sorry guys like i don't normally like just play a video randomly oh here i've got a we should get to
0: our speaking of goalies we should get to ours
1: yeah we'll get there just this let's just check this one out super quick just because i want to see who it was just because this was so entertaining skip ads here we go
0: okay the rest of us are
1: sitting in silence what's happening here we go okay here's the big brawl going just type in dan cluce fight islanders i know what the
0: fight is i'm just. Yeah, yeah, it's where he comes down because Sallow I think is trying to. Was it Sallow and he's trying oh, to pull Char
1: was Char was on a team too at this time. I forgot yeah, all about Yeah, He was a young this. kid. Yeah, he was a young kid.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: No, I'm that just waiting out, for the but... goalies to come out here. Yeah, because you, you're probably right. It's got to be Sallow, but I'm just waiting for this to happen. That's so right. watching, man, it's like a total line brawl. You got, you got Linden out there fighting. I don't can't see who 18 is up for the Rangers. You got this good little brawl going on. Oh, that's a good tilt, too. That's a good tilt. This is classic hockey jersey and guys down on the ice, he's still throwing bombs. Wow. Come on, show the kluche part. There's somebody trying to tussle with Chara, and Chera's just more or less holding on. Oh, geez.
0: Sorry, I'm not oh, watching the video. Here I'm comes the
1: goalie in, because this is what sets Kluche yeah. off. The goalie jumped in. Now, Kluche just jumps. Yeah. His mask's already yeah. off. He's just ripping him down. Yeah, it's Yeah, And he's just pummeling him here. Yeah, because Salo came in to defend the guy, and I, I don't blame him a bit because his player is just getting, you know, just getting yeah. beat. And then now here's Klucha. he's down on the ice, and Kluczyk is just jacking
0: yeah, him. Yeah, just wailing away at him.
1: Yeah, little, li- yeah. little too much there, Dan. But that was Dan when he well, lost. Well,
0: at, at some point, he realized he needed to, you know, pull up because there was yeah, no fight. Yeah,
1: there right. was no fight, and then here's where he goes to the bench. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Speaking of goalies,
0: bitch. and we we left the Northwest. You want to move into the uh the episode
1: yeah let's well move the on listeners
0: and... will get to hear on thursday so yeah we'll work.
1: get into the episode sorry about that that little distraction but hey look up <laughs> that fight because it was pretty darn entertaining
0: <laughs> that was a
1: good fight that was a good one
0: but all right thank you listeners for tuning in for this pre-episode bonus and definitely be sure to listen out for thursday's episode the masked men of the usphl's mountain division uh so it's going to be a pretty fun episode that we're about to record
1: right now so you ready for this steve just give me one second, Chris. I'm gonna need one second yeah. pause. I just want to go over and see because my daughter's supposed to go to a <coughs> soccer thing and she was melting down. I want to make sure they're okay. So just give me one second, okay? Yep. Okay. Yep, yep, yep.
0: <laughs> that that was a fun episode. And uh, so, you listeners, if um if this part of the the recording makes it out uh attached to the front half of it uh that was a blast of an episode and i don't know how long we're going to have the secondary portion of the episode because i probably go to go downstairs and cook dinner now because it's it's my night and i'm doing a pretty good meal so it's damn good i'm excited for it but uh, it's like eight just after eight o'clock in the evening here so got off of work came home recorded a podcast now i gotta cook dinner
1: yeah and <laughs> i've got that uh garage to clean uh fun not- well, I'm looking forward to it because you know what, dude, there's, to me, there's a satisfying feeling of a clean house, uh, an organized garage. <clears throat> the next one's going to oh, be a memorabilia you. room. Uh, I, have you saw it right now, Chris? You'd be, Steve, what the heck's going on? Because it became like the overflow of the house. When people can't find yeah. uh, a place to put something, let's just go through to dad's office. It's, it's awesome. Uh, but I am uh, just <laughs> doing a quick note here, Chris. I'm going to be doing some <laughs> updates to my office because... Um, yeah. It's kind of like that mishmash of hockey, uh, you know, hockey and um, like movie memorabilia TV shows. Um, I'm just going solidly now. Like, I'm going to take down some of my coyote stuff, like, not all of it, coyotes, um, but taking down some of it because it was overflowing a bit. And I wouldn't mind getting some of their new. Um, you know, people out here because I've got a beautiful picture I took of Mike Smith. That'll stay up. But Fidelka, who's playing some lights out hockey for the Coyotes and really the reason why they're winning so many games. I've got to get something by him up here because yeah, I'm quickly becoming a big fan of his play. But Yeah, I'll take you take shots of my uh, memorabilia overflow for everybody to see. Uh, and then, you know, my, of course, my halves room that is one of my prides and joy in life. So, uh, yeah, I'll shoot guys pictures of that so they can see my other insanity thing besides Halloween and Christmas decorations.
0: Uh. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> oh, dear God. Oh, yeah. I wish we could chat longer, but I know I got to go downstairs and cook dinner. Um, I hope you listeners aren't tomorrow. terribly confused.
1: Yeah, but we got another podcast tomorrow. So we'll, uh yeah
0: we do we do we are we're gonna be uh we're gonna be talking to one of the goalies out of the western u s p h l inside the pacific division and uh that'll be exciting uh actually shoot i gotta confirm with him. hey, if you're hearing this live, I haven't confirmed with you until at this moment
1: <laughs> I'm so it'll be okay
0: it's just been a day man um yeah. I tell you what it has been a day i think we're community yeah insta but um yeah it's it's going to be the day's not over because again i gotta cook dinner and i know every parent out there like you is listening to me going oh it's rough oh it sucks huh yeah eight o'clock cooking dinner <laughs> for you and your wife alone yeah that sucks <laughs> i seriously get it all the time from uh from those of you with kids that uh my life uh, isn't, uh, isn't
1: well here's the one thing the only thing i like to this chris is for those who do not have picky children, um, it's easy to it's easier to cook just one meal. Uh, <laughs> my wife and my two daughters are the pickiest eaters I've ever seen in my life, so it's not one meal. It's essentially four and a lot of arguing. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so Chris, <laughs> oh dear God, not yeah. up because hey, you know, hey, it's you don't have kids at this point, um, you know, still. Still coming home hungry and having to cook a meal that, that you're looking forward to is still not easy, but hey, different different life circumstances, my friend. Um, I've heard the marching band stopping behind you, by the way.
0: So. Oh, yeah, fortunately that stopped a while ago. And to confirm, because right now you're basically in Arizona, you're on mountain time, right? So Pacific time, 10 a.m. for you would be 9 a.m. Uh, in Lake Tahoe, yeah?
1: Yeah, that should be right. Yeah, because we, yeah, we don't do Lake Tahoe's
0: on Pacific that. time, right? The whole state of California is.
1: That yeah, should be yeah. It should be the whole state of California yeah. Pacific right. Standard time, yeah. Yeah. Cool,
0: cool. Yeah, because so, yeah, I know that Lake Tahoe, it uh, touches Nevada there at least. What's it called? Like, I don't know. It's the name that that border town in Nevada that's right on the edge of Lake Tahoe. It's it's almost yeah, like I'm, I swear I'm, it's. I don't
1: know. Well, I haven't been there to Lake Tahoe yet. You know, our, oh it's our, awesome yeah it, it'll be on our bucket list of places to go because you know we like to hike we like to get out and explore and see new new uh places like Moab, when we went there uh utah god that was just one of the most beautiful drives coming into a place i've ever seen so uh yeah tahoe will be on our list here at some point um for sure our colorado trip uh just this past summer in utah was just amazing but yeah lake tau is up there for me i also got to get out to yeah. the redwood forest before uh before everything burns down unfortunately
0: don't oh know. no no don't don't say that oh state line nevada that's what it's called i'm like could you not come up with a more creative name the state line <laughs> nevada but whatever that's i just remember because driving through it it's, it's it's pretty around there very very pretty um, but yeah, cause when, when we couldn't travel during COVID cause you couldn't travel into the state of California because it was locked down, uh, but you can be in Nevada. Uh, we were allowed to go to Lake Tahoe. If we stayed in state line, we couldn't cross into California, but a lot of people from California were in state line. Just going to say, <laughs> cause I think we stayed at the Hard Rock cafe hotel in state line Nevada, right? Because we couldn't enter California, and it's in state line, right? Casino. It's not telling me, but yeah, it's in state line, Nevada. Yes, see, we did not cross into California during COVID. Um, but uh, yeah, I wanted to make sure because we were everything we had a book, we had to stay because I think we went up to Tonopah, Nevada. Uh, I ended up booking us a hotel at the most haunted hotel in the united states i didn't know that when i booked it um we didn't have (laughs) (laughs) my wife was not (laughs) happy Uh, my wife was not happy it was the mizpah hotel Uh, but it's the same town that has that creepy clown motel in no way and i would never book anything with clowns anyways i'm that crazy um but no, I booked this place because it looked super cool and the bar looked really cool. Totally forgetting it was COVID and that whole area was shut down and we couldn't enjoy the very cool hotel bar at the Mizpah. And uh, and yeah, no, we, we saw a new activity in our room that night. Um, it's not the reason I booked it anyways. It was just a we did like a four-day road trip where we went down to the las vegas area and i don't know it was it was a fun it was a fun road trip as you needed to get the heck out of the house during during covid but um i could go off on that again for a while but
1: yeah, you i know you guys go lots of awesome places and Uh, The interesting thing, though, guys, is sometimes when I talk to Chris, because he was my Utah expert and you know a few other places, I'm talking about hikes. I have to reiterate to him sometimes. I'm like, "Yeah, I got little kids, though. So, oh yeah, you're not gonna want to do that. hike." (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes, I do have.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You
1: guys, you guys go to tough hike places, which I used to do all the time, but I'm not putting like a six-year-old on my shoulders and saying, "Clutch up for your life, while Dad's going up."
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You avoid avoid the um angel's landing hike for sure there's a lot that you can do with that but uh there's a lot you definitely shouldn't do
1: Uh, so (laughs) we've been to those points my friend but anyway uh go enjoy that dinner great talk and uh let me know when you confirm for tomorrow and because i'm looking forward to talking to another attendee too
0: yeah yeah in fact let me look at him here uh oh let me hit send so i said yeah good and just just send it to you now fabian but you know, uh we'll see when this episode comes out but um but yeah so i think we should be good to record because i think mondays are pretty good for uh for him and his time so uh yeah pretty excited for it and um i'll, I'll generate some questions tonight uh send them over to him send them over to you and uh honestly I, I generate five or six questions and we almost never stick to them we just kind of we're goalies we just we do goalie stuff the second week, and that's what's going to be exciting he's going to be the first goalie we've that me and you have interviewed together because the only other goalie we've had on was uh was Bradley Mitchell off of the current place uh Canadians a uh, EOJHL team uh but that was me and Seabass on that one uh,
1: so yes I can't wait to pull him back on an episode here um I got a few little quick conversations with Seabass he was driving to uh practice yeah, he yeah, was like, "Steve, I'm running late, so if I have to cut this conversation off, it's because I'm sprinting out of the car." So it was, uh, it was good talk, uh, missed talking with the guy, and um, I'm actually gonna be in the Ottawa area sometime around June 16th of next year. Uh, we're going back home. Uh, five years since we've seen family. Um, so we're going oh back home, but told Seabass we're gonna have a couple nights out." You know, uh, looking forward to seeing his his wife and his little one. Uh, I adore his wife already because she's a Habs fan, so already tops in my books <laughs> and so she's a goalie oh i did not know that see yeah.
0: she she rests know. at a high level so she rests like the the um all those big games there for like uh the what's that traveling women's one that's not the phf
1: Oh, I have to look it up, my friend, because it's it's
0: the name. the federation, whatever that one is. Not the federation, because that's a PHF. But she she rests at a high level. Um, uh, but she's also a goalie. Yeah. So he married a Habs goalie. Oh. Well, a Habs fan goalie.
1: Yeah. She's part of the okay. she's part of the greater Habs family. Awesome. Love <laughs> it. <laughs> All right. All right, my friend. Go enjoy your dinner.
0: Thanks, and uh, you have a great day. And thank you, listeners, for tuning in.